Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your show. Hey guys, welcome to the Valley Cast. Um, I'm so excited. If you're watching the video, you already know, and if you've read the title, you know. In fact, you probably already know because we've told you about it. Whitney Moore is our special guest today on the show! Don't talk to me till I've eaten this mug. <laughs> Such a good mug. It's a good mug. I, I mean, Thank you. I, it was a birthday gift from my friend Steve, who that's I miss very I, much. I miss you, and I can't Steve wait to or... hug you and then never let it go. So. It will never. Last be time like I was that. on the Valley Cast, I think we talked about getting buried together, and that might <laughs> yeah. happen sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, maybe we like way sooner than we think. <laughs> Elliot, have you given any more thought to the the friend plot? Is that something you want to participate in, or it's like anything else? If everybody else is doing it, yeah, I'll hop in at the last minute. <laughs> Great. Um, we love that high of mind. Um, yeah. So, Joe's not here today. Joe is actually very busy working on the movie movie game. Uh, and he's taking all possible free pieces or work time rather to perfect the game and get it ready for everybody for when we are able to give it to you. If you've, um, if you've signed up for the Kickstarter and such. Ellie, you want to take it from here? <laughs> oh, I, no, I loved it. I loved that little moment where I could tell you did not have an end to the sentence. Nope. Like, I, had no idea. I, I certainly did not. Everybody knows. But if you haven't seen the Kickstarter, there's a link in the description along with probably sponsors. But uh, yeah, that's what Joe's doing. It sounds like a plug. It sounds like we made it up, but he's actually it's kind just of a plug. hunkered down. Yeah, he maybe he did it as like a, I had it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think we so turned hard. it into a plug. But, yeah, um, but well. that's why Joe isn't with us, and um, I, I'm glad I'm not him because having Whitney around is a goddamn treat, and I miss you so much. Yep. And I'm um, like gonna try. I'm already crying, and I'm sorry because I want to be funny, but I haven't seen. This is the longest I've ever gone without seeing you, Steve, since we met, and I, I feel very um, emotional about it. <laughs> I know, and I it's the like same. It. It's the same with me and you, Whitney, as well. And I. <laughs> Same. I same. tell you, it is. Ellie, I mean, you can cry if you want. I'd be crying, you know, <laughs> even if the cameras weren't rolling. I mean, it is. It's real. Um, I anyway. hate it. I hate this fucking stupid pandemic, and I hate not being able to see my friends. It's and, crazy, man. It's so weird to not have had like a movie night. You know, like something. Like by this point, we would have seen each other at something, you know, whether we're watching a movie or going to some event or meeting for dinner or going to Koreatown or whatever, um, or Little Tokyo. Wasn't it Little Tokyo? Where, where, where? Yeah, for my birthday. Ugh, the memories. Yeah, I know. It is very weird, and my uh, offer stands. Jesse and I will lock e each other and ourselves inside a lead box for 14 days <laughs> and go get tested just to, just to be able to smooch you on the face. I, I'm absolutely there as well because, you know, we're so deep into this thing and everybody's kind of got their own comfort levels of doing things and seeing people. And, um, you know, I think we're at a point now, too, where people are starting to get kind of angry on the Internet and there's like some anger oh, yeah. being thrown around. And, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where I'm at with the whole thing. I just know that, like, I'm You're getting to a notes. point in my personal life where 
you know, thank God for Alana. Thank the stars for the magical being that is Alana Fickus. Um, she's right off camera. She's right off camera, thank but she's got <laughs> headphones on and she's she Alana. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Alana, Alana. Thank you, Alana. <laughs> Whitney says thank you. Elliot says thank you. Thank um, you, Alana. But yeah, she's just kept me absolutely sane through this. And if it were not for her, I think at this point I would have certainly have ri had risked more to see yeah. my, my friends. I'm really missing. Yeah, I mean, it's important that everybody goes at their own pace, especially because shit's uh, worse than it ever has been. I know. And... It's not getting better <laughs> anytime mm -hmm. soon. Um, yeah. 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 I don't even know if we're beginning to have seen the effects of this, unlike people's emotional toll that it's taking. Like, it's been so long. And, like, you guys have such close circles of, like, social connection that, like, to not have any overlap and then, like, all the other circles, it's just crazy. Like, it gets to a point where I'm, like, I forget certain people are like out there because I don't have contact with them. I'm not seeing them in any anywhere. And so then I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be good for my brain on like a big yeah. level. I think it's making everyone a little bit more introverted. And like you I, said, Steve, very angry. There seems to be a I lot of uh, a lot of anger on Twitter. A lot of yeah. a lot of mean things people say. Hey, what's up with that? Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> for for lots of people in LA, especially like you know. LA is full of the weird ones of the town who like went away from their families to come and, <laughs> the black and be entertainers. Yeah, it's full of black sheep, and so we build our own families down here. And I very much have like my family down here, and uh, and it sucks to not be able to see everybody. Yeah, I know. I and the technology helps. You know, it really does. I I've been, I mean, I've been playing fucking Fortnite. As as a as a nearly forty year old man, and but the reason why is because I'm just hanging out with my friends while we're like joking around and shit. And I wish everybody would play Fortnite with with me. I want to play Fortnite with my friends because it's like my version of getting to see you, you know. And uh, that's where I draw the line. I know, I know, I know. So many people draw the line there. In fact, Joe, our own Joe Beretta. He cannot stand Fortnite because it's like it tears his home apart. It's like <laughs> his children are obsessed with it and he has to like regulate time in the house in, in you know in their schedules for Fortnite. And so he's like, why did it have to be Fortnite? He wants nothing to do with it. Um, uh, but it's pushing Joe and I away and I think that's his fault. Because, thank you for we played Fall Guys, Fall Guys for like a, a minute. Yeah, we did. I I'm, I got really too angry at Fall Guys. I gave up. I I liked just being on like PlayStation chat with you, but I couldn't because I was always too high too. I always was like, I'm gonna get high and play a game with Steve, <laughs> and that's such yeah. a bad idea with Fall Guys. You can't. <laughs> do it. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it makes it. It's already so weird with that game because it's slow motion and all the controls feel delayed. And then when you're right. high, it's like you can't get that timing right. Mm -mm. Yeah, there I don't know why the, I was good at gonna... games when I smoke weed. I can never. I I don't understand basic anything if I've had a little bit of weed. So I, I think I, I, I don't know. I might have gone into the opposite end of that spectrum. Like I'm not good at things when I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only good at them now when I am high, <laughs> which is not okay. Um, 
But anyway, so I want to talk about a lot of stuff, and we're kind of breaking format a little here because I'm not going to uh, the Patreon for questions unless, Elliot, you'd like to, and I'll throw that on you. But I really wanted to talk to my friend Whitney, obviously, and Elliot, obviously, and um, just kind of talk about whatever. But first, I want to talk about Whitney, what the hell you've been up to since the last Mm -hmm. time we saw you, Mm -hmm. which I feel like as the Valley folk was that Valley cast where we talked about being buried together as friends. Mm. And then before that, we did that seance sketch, which was wonderful. But what Mm -hmm. have you been up to? What have you been up to? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The last time I was in the Valley folk office was over a year ago because that was wow. for that was for that. So it's been long days. What have I been up to since a year ago? Um <sighs> gaining weight, um <laughs> trying not to cry. Yeah. Uh no, I I'll start in the immediate thing cuz I just made a movie with Bree and I'm really excited about that. So I'll talk about that Please. first because it's the the best and only thing that's happened this year, pretty much. <laughs> well, Everybody except you did the, the film festival that I... Oh, dude, that was the... so rad. I loved when, that. That was when we thought there was going to be a month of quarantine. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it would be so cute to do a little film festival with my friends. And Oh, yeah. We all went through the phase of, like, we're going to make the best of this. And it's not going to get us down. <laughs> no, yeah. we're like, we're hey, broken. Hey, by the fall, we'll be we'll be back at Disneyland <laughs> and hanging out at restaurants. I didn't even People buy masks. People are still all the way the fuck at Disneyland. My sister That's just went true. to Disney World, by the way. Fucking Florida, man. Hey, Florida. I'm going to talk shit because I know she doesn't listen to this podcast, but fucking Florida, man. Yeah. I was, They're... I she was posting her stories and I'm like, how even can you like, whatever. If, if she felt like it was safe and I told her and she was like, oh, it's, it feels very, very safe over here, whatever. But even just like posting that shit feels so like yeah. rude in right. a way. Like like you're going to give so many people anxiety and then people are going to get mad at you online. Yeah, I can't tell if I would it's like l- to know how someone is in Florida and thinks it feels safe. <laughs> like period. Well, that's, that's not as, I- as hot and dangerous. <laughs> I just don't that's know. That. I can't tell if it's like if if it's that they're that they're ignoring it or that they're intentionally like pushing the fact that they're li- that they've just gone back to their normal lives. Like I can't tell what I think it's a little column A, a little column B, also combined with the fact that like there haven't been any clear lockdown restrictions since the beginning and you know, stimulus check and so businesses you know disney is a struggling independent business <laughs> yeah they need it they mom gotta stay open <laughs> it's a mom pop yeah mouse and mouse <laughs> mouse and mouse mm-hmm. elliot what's wrong with florida what's wrong with florida like what, what how do you feel because elliot's from florida yeah i mean we i have no you know it's a real mystery i think truly a little column A, a little column B. <laughs> I think not clear guidelines, struggling businesses like Disney, which is, of course, you know, a struggling independent company. Yeah, I think I think Whitney nailed it on the head. Yeah, that's about it. I have no idea. I talked to my I was talking to my mom earlier and she was saying that like people will there you know, she's like, you just gotta use common sense, but then people there's people out like in fifty person groups out on the water and boats and like just partying constantly at the beach and the young people specifically don't seem to really truly care very much and so 
but at the same time, they don't want more regulations because they feel like that's they can have just common sense and that'll get them by. But then people aren't following that, so it's a very strange. And who establishes what is happening. common sense? Like who's the like common sense for for me is it, different yeah, than common sense. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like. I just don't yeah. get where common like you can't say use common sense to someone who was born and raised in Germany, you know, or like you know, so or or in Japan, because you could be like, well, their common sense is different than our fucking common sense. So how do we? Who's in charge of common sense? I am. Whitney is in charge. Okay, you know what? Common sense. From yeah. this moment forward, Whitney Moore is in charge of common fucking sense. You have my it's vote. It's just you know, I get a lot of letters. I get a lot of hate mail, uh, but what I say is the word of common sense, and uh, and I want everyone to treat it as so. My sister's in-laws are from Florida, and they will be visiting for Christmas. So that goes against, like, directly against my own common sense laws. They're visiting uh, you? they'll be having several words. They're visiting, visiting you? Yeah, visiting, like, my family up in the Bay Area. Wow. Yeah, my yeah. brother is it's coming back. It's a nutty back. time. My, my brother and I had this whole conversation. <laughs> I feel like I talked about this already, but in case anybody didn't hear it or Whitney, I want to talk to you about it. But in a similar sense, my brother is going to this expo for his job, and he's got a job to work at um, – he's going to be in Las Vegas like three days before Thanksgiving, like which is like, I don't know, maybe tomorrow or something. But um, he's That's going today. to this ex- – oh, Fuck! No, he's got the, he's going to this expo and uh, Steve hates Thanksgiving. For his job. <laughs> I didn't put the turkey in. No, but uh, my brother, <laughs> my brother's going to this for his job. He's like running this thing for a, an event, and he's like, and, and then you know we were talking about getting together as a family for Thanksgiving, but then he was like, but I'm going to be at this event where people from all over the world are going to be there and everybody's going to be wearing masks of course and being as careful as you can and he's like and i'll be wearing a mask and i'll be careful but also like i'm gonna fucking fly there and i'm gonna be at the airport and i'm gonna be at this place full of people and then like we're gonna gather as a family where like no, you no, and a no, lot no, it's no, like no, no way no, 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 no fucking no, way no 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 yeah. expos no. no expos we don't we i mean survived. i know i know Probably a long time without expos. I don't know when expos were even invented, but... You know what that sounds like, Whitney? That sounds like just the thing the head of common sense would say, so (laughs) thank you. No more expos until we have a fucking... No more expos. That's why I was chosen by God. (laughs) Exactly. To be the common sense expert. Um, God's there, goes The, um, (laughs) the... The film festival that you like curated um, be- when the pandemic was starting, like truly, I didn't realize it. I mean, I kind of realized it, but I realize it more now that it came at such an an important time in the pandemic. Like, it, I know that it came, it birthed from the pandemic in some way, but. Mm-hmm. It, it, if it weren't for that, I feel like I'd be in a worse place. It just like helped me mm-hmm. supercharge my creativity and you really brought together some really talented, amazing, fine folks. And um, I just love that you curated that and you made that happen. It was such a special thing for me. That Thank really you. Helped. It kept me going too. It, it was nice to have a distraction 
and uh, and a creative task to work on. I wish so many people didn't use licensed licensed music so I that know, I could post I them know. to the internet. But <laughs> it's just a thing that we get to see, and you'll have to believe that they were all good. Um, and then the same thing happened uh, for. The election. I was just getting really fucking stressed and like I have different political beliefs than my some of my family does and I was just like stressing about that and I was like I'm just gonna write a short movie and uh and it was great. I like it, it completely took my mind off things, giving yourself a, a creative challenge and, and that's sort of what I wanted to do with the first with the film festival because I had never written and made really anything myself before and so I made my cum movie and <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which is called cum movie. It's called Seed. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Because it has to be uh, part of the alphabet. That's what that's... Now it can be called Come Movie. Yeah. Um, Well, I thought it was Seed colon Come Movie. Seed colon To Come Too Furious. Yeah. (laughs) Best in the franchise. It is. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is a franchise. There's going to be merch down the line. (laughs) Whitney, how are you keeping up this immense productivity on a creative level (laughs) at a time in which you're most isolated? It is very admirable. And what's the secret? Tell Uh, me, It's It's wanting to be distracted and not be on Twitter less. Like, it is... uh, It's... It's so it's so scary being on Twitter all the time, and uh, and also I realized you know my my main gig during quarantine has been interviewing musicians on um, on Tower Records, which they they were meant to reboot uh, or like uh, relaunch I guess at South by Southwest this year, and obviously that didn't happen, and so I've been doing that instead. And every day I talk to musicians who are just like telling me that the way they've gotten through things is by channeling all of their bad feelings and all of their anxiety and everything and mm-hmm. making art out of it. And I think that it was just like the message of hearing that over and over and over um, com- com- combined with uh, existential dread, um, mm. fear, everything. And then right. I was just like, I need a distraction. Um, and it kind of came together weirdly perfect because um can i talk can i talk about please, it please yeah i'm very curious okay um so i wrote this short uh pr- probably about a month ago now and i sent yeah. it to our friend brie and uh her boyfriend nathaniel and uh and you've probably met uh brie's friend chelsea who's very very funny um, very and funny. i was like i i wrote this for fun and uh let me know like maybe maybe we could maybe we could make it if you like it like no pressure or whatever i had never written anything for someone before for other actors um and like barely even written for myself uh and they loved it and they were like okay yeah let's do it nathaniel will be in town because he lives in new york uh in this part of november so and that was like two weeks away and so i was like okay uh yeah, yeah, okay, what do we need? A, we need a Airbnb to stay at, um, camera stuff, uh, I don't know. And I reached out to my friend Brandon Dermer, who's a really, really talented director who I have worked with, uh, actually uh, is the oldest uh, friend that I have in Los Angeles that I've worked with. And, Love Brandon, uh, he's a good boy. He's a good boy, he is, he's a great boy. 
he's a fantastic boy. Yeah. And he was like, okay, I'm actually shooting my first feature right now, which also fucking cool. Um, Fuck yeah. I'm going to assemble a team for you. And he put together a team. Um, he and uh, his uh, his wonderful DP that he works with lent us really nice cameras and just like they both just within like two days we're like okay here we've built you a team Holy uh shit. they all want to work for free and um and go go and make a movie and so Damn. uh they they um assemble the team d'angelo harding and marca marcus millard and uh and nate uh whose last name i forget sorry nate um just to have a director a DP and a sound person and we went out I booked an Airbnb that day and we went out like a week later and shot it and Jesus. I just got back last week so fucking hell man congratulations that's I'm so proud of you I saw your posts and um it's hard to convey true emotions via text <laughs> via a <laughs> uh, comment on a on a page but I'm truly so proud of you because it it's you know, I mean, we all talk about making shit like that all the fucking time. And, um, you know, it's all about just doing it, like literally yeah. just fucking doing it. And that's what you did. And I'm so inspired by that. It Thank actually you, just it makes me really angry. <laughs> um, I because I cannot make things and I'll be like, no one can make under these conditions. Like we're like you have right. to be. <laughs> Life must be better. And then when I see that you're out doing stuff on kind of a regular basis at this point throughout the year, uh, yeah, it's infuriating. And I wish you would stop doing it. No, it was very it's wonderful. Right, it's, it is truly rest. inspiring. It's like uh, the, the, and it just like the cool part is that you wrote it and then you send it to people and immediately everyone's like, yes, absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. And that like slap shot, like throw it together. Let's make stuff. I think just indicates that there's still a burning desire that people have to create, if not even a bigger one with everything that's going on. It's very cool. I It was so good for everyone just to like, go, we go got tested and, and quarantined and then like lived all in the same house. And it was just, it was such a, break from the monotony and it felt thank I'm really proud of myself and I am I I kind of like tweeted about this the other day but for for many years and including like when when we were at SourceFed um had gotten really down on myself about the film industry and I was like man I'm not getting like good auditions I'm not auditioning for like the fun indie movies that I want to be which Brie pointed out it's because they hire their friends you either yep. have to get in on in one of their circles or create your own yep. um and I finally like this year um I guess because we have the time was like oh I should just stop telling people that I'm an actor and writer and and show them instead because people won't just like believe you it's so like I I really am kind of like disgusted with the way I assumed that people would just want to hire me off of me telling them, <laughs> you know, I, I like, what a stuck up bitch. Like I should show, just show them, you know, like I, I was so, I don't know why it took me so long. And I also like fully 
expected everyone to be like, yeah, great, can we change this and this and this? And everyone was really excited about to do it, about doing it. And even like the team that Brandon assembled for us, like, didn't act like they were doing me a favor at all. Aww. They were all genuinely excited to be a part of it. Um, and it's fucking good. I'm like, Fuck. after we shot it, I'm like, we we really made something cool. And oh, I'm feels, so excited. It feels really nice to to take pride in something that you've made, which is something that, you know, on the hosting grind can, you know, it, it can be a cheap form of creativity. You're still getting to be in front of the camera and you're still getting to crack jokes. But like, ultimately, you cycle through things so quickly. And I was thinking about this with like, you know, all of the digital media stuff that we all have done between us that you're so trained to just sort of like make something and then throw it away. And it feels really nice to be interested in, in the long term of something. And, and I had the secret fucking weapon of Brie Esrig and her OnlyFans. And we did an OnlyFans collab and were able to fundraise for the movie. So we got to pay everybody, which I is fucking hell. All I really it's just want to perfect. do. Great. It's perfect. Serendipitous. I, I said we made a video of Brie kissing my foot. And <laughs> listen. Yeah. It, that, it's all it's that's the only way i want to fundraise from now on it was so fun i felt so taken care of by brie so like so safe because i had never done anything like that before and um the fact that we were able to like throw people their day rates um and then also set aside money for festivals and and you know that shit is really expensive i found out this year that entering film festivals is like a lot of money and uh, yeah i guess that's probably why like it's like not every single person does it right because there's still like a like a um, an entry fee there's like a barrier for entry of that yeah it's so absurd and i guess like the one way that i i heard someone talking about it was it is a way to weed out who is really serious and who yeah. isn't but that also sounds like classism to me that also sounds <laughs> like pretty absurd i'm sure there are grants or whatever but um yeah it was just i was so impressed by brie too like the fact like she's she's been our like our like money man like she she's been organizing everything and and the the way that she's been able to like you know market the the clips that we made um it made it into a legitimate production. So I, it's the I, most uh, 2020 thing I think I've heard. Like, all yeah, it's great. It's all no, it's I, perfect. I, I love it. <laughs> I love when people are motivated and uh, to just do their own thing and and don't let anything stand in their way, essentially. And like for us, we're so lucky to have like people around us in our friends group and in our circle that like there's just no excuse for us to like not be making movies and things all the fucking time it's just like our own insecurities and our own like you know feelings of inadequacy and imposter syndrome and all those things which which brings me to my question to you Whitney which is how many times from when you sent the script to Brie and Chelsea and Nathaniel to when people were like oh this is when we should do it did you consider like this this will happen next year or like this will happen, you know, at some other time. Like, um, I, I thought you were going to ask how many times was I like feel an imposter syndrome and was I like, this is so su this sucks. Well, it's kind of <laughs> connected to that because I feel like the feeling of, of like, I'm not good enough to write a movie or I'm not good enough to, 
um, convince my friends that this is good enough to lend me their time and their talents to. But I think it's connected also to that feeling of, um, well, here's the thing that I did and I sent it out into the world. And if we make it, that's cool. But like, you know, because for me, I feel like I, I would push it, you know, like I'd be like, let's not do it yet. I'm not ready yet, you know, and I think mm. that's where I really fuck up with my personal motivations is like maybe now's not the time for this mm. because because it's yeah. insecurities and it's like, did you ever have a moment where you were like, maybe we can push this off and then I don't have to feel anxious about if this is going to work? Well, I have to tell you, Steve, just as a preface, I don't suffer from anxiety in the way that you do. And I so just true, as yeah. a base level, <laughs> like I, I am pretty, except for having epilepsy, I'm pretty neurotypical. And so I will say that that is part of it. But also, I mean, the weekend that it took everyone to read it was a very long one. I was like, where do I get off? Like demanding people's time, whatever. But ultimately, like when you make stuff for your friends, you should feel taken care of by them, and that means that they should feel honest, like they can be honest with you about feedback. And uh, and we did work on things together. Scripts, like changes, were made, and uh, and and ultimately, it was really collaborative. So I think that starting with a good group of friends who I really trust to tell me and like not sugarcoat things and not like mm-hmm. you know try to like walk on eggshells around my feelings is one big part of it um and then honestly i think that quarantine combined with the fucking like desperation we all feel right now and like uh, how scary shit is galvanized me to want to make things because i was like what the fuck am i waiting for like why this is the time where studios for the most part have stopped making movies like i i don't get to have the excuse of like oh well i need to keep my schedule open for auditions or whatever as if I've been getting auditions actors have so many great excuses to just justify (laughs) not doing anything it's wonderful it's (laughs) it's so true and so like this year we were stripped of that really and and then with the added time frame uh the immediacy of having Nathaniel come in from New York and just saying like well I'll be here it kind of gave me no excuses Mm -hmm. and uh and also I just really wanted to fucking go to Palm Springs and get away from everything yeah. for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. That's so a, a huge hidden benefit is like going on a trip with your friends and we still had like, you know, our last night where we got to enjoy our Airbnb and it felt like a trip and it felt fun and um, Damn. yeah, it was very selfish in that way. I well, love it though. Let me, I love uh, it so let, much. let me interrupt right now and just say right now ads and then also maybe Joe will do them which will be really cool. Oh, that's and then. Fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the ad portion of the podcast. These wonderful businesses support the Valley folk, and we appreciate their support. My name is Joe. I'm here for this portion. I'm not on the podcast itself because I'm deep in the recesses of creating so many prompts for the movie movie game, and the boys uh, took it on. Uh, their shoulders this week, so I appreciate that. On to the reads. Here we go. This holiday season, more people will be mailing stuff than ever before. That means the post office is going to be busy. You don't have time for that. Nobody has time for that. Stamps.com brings the post office and now UPS shipping right to your computer. Mail and ship anything from the convenience of your home or office. With Stamps.com, anything you can do at the post office, you can do with just a few clicks. Plus, Stamps.com saves you money with deep discounts that you can't even get at the post office. 
Uh, we know this is true because we use it at the Valley Folk, and it's been a lifesaver. Same with uh, my family at home during all the crazy that is 2020. Um, it works, and it's good. And as they said, it's convenient. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and the UPS right to your computer. Stamps.com is a must-have for any business like the Valley Folk. Whether you're a small office sending out invoices, an online seller fulfilling orders during this record-setting holiday season, or even a giant warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that easy. They give you choices. You get, you get, a, you get to customize it however you like. With Stamps.com, you get $0.05 cents off every first-class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. So it's like... Um, Gush, gush gosh, stamps.com. You just you just saving me bunches of money. Uh, it's not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. You can walk up. Go ahead. My daughter just walked into frame and now she's grounded. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder over 900,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. So don't spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office this year. Sign up for Stamps.com instead. There's no risk, and with our promo code VALLEYCAST, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in VALLEYCAST. That's Stamps.com. Enter VALLEYCAST. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Hey, do you guys like hugs on your feet? Because that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about nice, comfortable, perfect hugs on your feet. Believe it or not, the holiday seasons are almost here. It's been a strange few months, so why not give friends and family the gift that puts a little jingle back in their step? For 20 years, Features has been solely focused on delivering an unsurpassed performance sock. We're talking a great pair of socks that can be the perfect holiday gift for everyone on your list. And with Features, every pair feels like a custom fit. And that is truth. That's what I was saying earlier about the hugs on your feet. Uh, how does wearing feature socks compare to wearing regular socks? Do you notice the additional support or feel a difference during your game is what the sheet is asking me in the moment. And yes, uh, I, it's, I, it's weird because you know how you know you feel good with a pair of shoes on that totally supports you? That's how it feels with these socks. It feels like there's extra support. It feels like I'm just ready for the day. And it feels like they're going, they're going the distance with me and they're going nowhere else. Especially because one is designated for my left foot and one is designated for my right foot, so I ain't getting all confused. It's great. Runners around the world have loved Features for years, but they're not just for runners anymore. Features Elite Golf Socks will give the golfer on your list what they really want, an edge on the links. Meticulously engineered to keep feet cool, dry, and comfortable, drive after drive. Zone-specific compression for targeted support, no slipping, bunching, or sliding. Anatomical design confirms to the left and right foot for a molded fit that prevents blisters. Features has tons of styles to choose from, from no-show to knee-highs, ultra-light ultra knit to maximum cushion, and with designs tailored for everyday wear, athletic performance, and extra support. Lifetime guarantee, if you're unsatisfied at any point, get a replacement pair, no questions asked. That's, that's, that's what I like, no questions asked. Thank you very much. Features is a proud family-owned business. Hugh Gaither founded the company in 2002, and now he and his sons Josh and Joe, that's a sweet name, own the, and operate the company in North Carolina. Their mission? To create products that help you achieve your personal best. And 
again, from this guy, my point of view, uh, I'm not even a golfer. <laughs> you don't got to be a golfer. These are great. Uh, I, I hope they swiftly take the place of every other sock in my drawer right now. So, if you also want to try them, you can get $10 off your first pair of features just in time for the holidays. Use promo code VALLEYCAST at features.com for $10 off your first pair. That is F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S dot com, promo code VALLEYCAST. I, I really, really do recommend trying these out, so give them a shot. And let us know how they feel. Back to the cast. We're back. Uh, <laughs> perfect. W- Whitney, I have a question. What yeah. is it about... Oh, I'm glad you asked. I... Uh, I want to tell you guys the full thing, but I'll just, since this is a podcast, yes. I'll say, Wait, I'll I, tell you the full Hold on. My brain stopped because it sounded like Elliot was going to say something else. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Was it, What is it about? And I was like. <laughs> what is it about? And, and the fact what that Whitney started answering. What is it about? Airlane food. <laughs> like, airlane. <laughs> Get out of my airlane. What is it about? The... Do you want to talk about what it's about? Yeah, yes, I mean, I'm assuming I, you can tease, but don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't. I'll tease it, and then I'll tell you guys after what it's really about. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh. um, it is about Brie um, and I are in a relationship, in a, a long-term relationship, and we go to Palm Springs to have a little romantic getaway, um, and we and Brie invites her friend... Uh, Bo, who is played by Nathaniel, um, and we end up having a threesome on the first night. And uh, shit gets a little out of hand. <laughs> That's what I'll say about it. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. This sounds great. Yeah. I, what genre uh, would you say this piece is? I would, I would say it's a dark comedy. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Right. nice. I was going to say, I don't think it's a Whitney Moore joint if it's not dark and comedy in some way. A Whitney Moore joint, baby. <laughs> film. Can you imagine if I made one short film and then started calling it that? You should. What do no, you, I mean, no. that's the lesson. What are you waiting for? You know what I mean? Time to, just, like here comes day. another classic. Here comes another classic from me. Um, <laughs> I can't. I'm so is is there a projection on when y- it will be released, or is that too early to know? Well, the interesting thing is, I have never made anything uh, that I am so excited about putting out. But I've also now like having something that I am am really excited about and want to see go places. Um, that means I have to abide by certain rules. Like mm-hmm. if you want to enter it into film festivals, that means you can't release it until no release, yeah. they've premiered. It. And so um, a lot of those deadlines have passed already. So we are, uh, we're figuring it out. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not in a hurry to release it. I, I want, I want to, because I'm excited, but I we put so much work into it, and um, I just want it to be as good as it can be, um, without like without pushing it. Like I, I don't know. This is a part of the creative process that I have literally never experienced before. So like, <laughs> when is my baby done? When is it ready to push yeah, out? Like right. you know, I I've never I've never done that before. So I'm excited to to find out the new and exciting stresses that come with that. That's awesome. Let us know well, what it's like. 
We'll be- when you're real stressed, we'll have you back on the podcast. <laughs> right, right. Well, well, yeah. I mean, we'll keep an eye on your socials and stuff for for when you're ready to drop a release date or something. But um, yeah. everyone that I know that has made movies has been like, "Oh, welcome to post production hell. Like you're gonna fucking go crazy." So right, I'm right. Excited about that. Well, I can't wait until you're comfortable enough to show me a cut before it goes out. <laughs> oh, you know Secretly. what I, I think that we might do is, uh, you know, you can rent an AMC theater yeah. for $99, and I guess you can control your own programming, too. So we may do a friends and family screening. I mean, I'm in as long as we can play Fortnite afterwards on the big oh, theater screen. Oh, you're not screen. invited. Oh, okay, great. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so really quick, because we have you here. I just wanted to talk about the Corridor Digital video you just did. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) So, Elliot, are you aware that Whitney was... Okay, so Corridor Digital did a video where they, like, redid the visual effects. Please pretty up, Whitney. It's it's embarrassing. Thank you. Um, uh, they, They redid the visual effects in the classic horror film, Birdemic, starring our very own Whitney Moore. And uh, they redid like an entire scene's visual effects with like better eagles and better birds and shit. Um, And they had Whitney come back and do like additional scenes and shit. And that was awesome. What was that all about? So I guess this was a uh, like a series that they have been doing for a, quite a while is taking uh, movies that are sort of beloved and then improving on their uh, on their graphics and on their effects. And I knew a couple of the Corridor Boys just from Friends, and I used to work with Clinton at Rocket Jump. Before I worked at SourceFed, I did their social media. And uh, that's a job that sucks, by the way. (laughs) Um, I, I did because I was, like, selling my comic books and clothes for rent money for, like, so many years when I was in my early 20s. I was like, oh, I'm on Twitter a lot. Social media will be easy. And, and, like... Those boys were fun to work with, but I worked at a couple companies and like, especially now, I can't even imagine what doing social media for like a company would be. So yeah, Clinton hit me up and was just like, hey, we do this series. Do you want to come in and like stand in front of a green screen for a second and (laughs) see? And uh, yeah, I I like don't talk about Birdemic very often because I I never want to... I don't know. I just never want to like make that my thing and bore people with it. But uh, I do have a lot of like very insane stories that, uh, and also all the old emails from that guy that directed it uh, that are like completely bonkers. So maybe I'll do something with those someday. <laughs> yes, but um, yes, I ha- I had such a great time with them because they didn't know any of the backstory. They didn't know that it was like a traumatic experience and like how (laughs) fucking nuts this dude truly is. Uh, so I had a great time, uh, shocking them with the stories (laughs) that I had and they're all just the sweetest boys. They, uh, they created a 3d model of a, giant bird that is like a buff (laughs) guy that walks around they're so so funny um yeah i uh would not be surprised if james Wynn himself tried to hire him for birdemic 3 which by the way they called what the third movie is so i saw a casting breakdown for it earlier this year it's called birdemic 3 sea eagle and it's about one big bird and they kind of did that in the short. And I was like, whoa, that's going to get hit up. I mean, 
Can he afford the corridor, guys? Thousand percent, no. I I think that the, the deal is. I don't know if I'm like allowed to say this, but um, I think the deal is is Severin the the uh, company that released the first two is gonna like kick him some money to make the third one to springboard the documentary about him that has been like. It, like a decade in the making from my friend Bobby, my friend and landlord Bobby, who also you know from uh, the ABC short, who did Our Word High School. Oh, yeah, I loved, oh, man, yeah. I loved so he, that so he much. He has been doing a documentary where he let, like, that guy stay at his house and he truly rubs shit on his walls. Like, that that kind of a insane person. Oh, and will that be in the documentary? I don't think there's like footage of it, but it goes but back will they talk to talk about that to, to then. Um, <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> there, I think there's a lot that would be because you know when you do a documentary, you're still telling a story. There's still a narrative, and so I think the struggle with uh, that guy James is that like he's a really he's a really crazy person and also a really bad person. And oh, no. uh, those things are obviously not mutually exclusive. Sure. And um, he is trying to figure out the kind of story he wants to tell, you know, that'll yeah, still man. be like His nice angle. and fun for people to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, great. That's so great. great. Yeah. Hanging with those boys. It um, was just nice to like be outside. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, and I loved it, and it looked like you had fun for sure. And then the finished scene is absolutely ridiculous. And if it were somehow cut into the film, it would make it like a masterpiece. I feel like. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, yeah, it's it's so weird. Like thinking thinking back then, because I was a baby. I was like brand new legal adult and yeah. uh and you know if you watch it back i like felt like this like i'm such a little child in it so uh <laughs> even like watching those scenes back i was like the trauma comes yeah. flying back in i bet <laughs> yeah <laughs> i uh yeah i mean you know i i don't think it's something that you have to worry about being like known for because I think it's just something you did, and you're so much bigger and better than that. <laughs> so <Thank you. laughs> I wouldn't worry too much about Birdemic being a haunting thing in, in the zeitgeist, but I'm sorry yeah. that it was not a fun experience for you, and I hope one day you get to uh, tell the story, maybe, and then find some comfort in it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, the good news, which I, I kind of got into in the video, was, like, for better or for worse, I've met... M- so many of my best friends through that and through like the B movie scene and it's such a like my love for bad movies is such a core part of me anyways mm-hmm. so I mean you know I, I feel like it was just it's just part of me <laughs> yeah it is um but it's not what it's not the thing you'll be known for it will not be I'll be nor- known I'll be nard for <laughs> nard no, Bob you'll... Garrett just inhabited my soul for a moment. <laughs> um, so I guess we gotta wrap it up. We shouldn't. We shouldn't take too much of your time. Um, yeah, I'm very busy. Aren't <laughs> well, we all? I mean, you're you're a writer, director, producer of your own short now. So you you can say you're too busy, and that's okay. Before <laughs> it wasn't a new okay. Whitney uh, Moore joint coming your way. <laughs> um. <laughs> But I just love you so much, Whitney, and um, 
we got to figure some way to uh, to see each other very soon, and um, at least maybe before the the new year or something. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. You just you way. just keep on letting me know what you're comfortable with. The uh, the offer stands, and and you know we're 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 okay waiting for you, Steve. Well, I love you, Whitney, and I appreciate that. Um, In the but, meantime, uh, though, Whitney, make sure you check out The Phenomenon, the new documentary about UFOs on Amazon. <laughs> Before we started recording, Steve wanted me to bring him back to it. We haven't mentioned it. We got distracted. But it is the is greatest UFO. It is the best UFO documentary of all time. Uh, it just came wrong. out recently. It's on Amazon. You got you to gotta check it out. It'll make you a it. believer. I'm going to watch it tonight. I am a believer, and I, I'm very excited. I love paranormal and alien shit. Oh, you're going to love good. it. This is a, it, it feels very legit. Nice. Yeah, there's like a little bit of like um, interesting like filmmaking decisions, but ultimately it leaves you kind of feeling like why aren't why why aren't we more interested in the fact that there's like basically undeniable proof of at least unidentifiable flying fucking objects? Like like I think undeniable UFOs. Like, yeah, undeniable fucking. Oh wait, undeniable, unidentified. So U U F F U F F O U U. I'm also very interested in U S O's. Oh, unidentified submerged objects, things in our ocean that we don't know about. Oh yeah, I mean, and we know there's tons of things about our oceans we don't know about. There's depths that humans have not been to. I'm gonna go there tonight. But, um, yeah, really, I'd love for you. Okay, so here's the deal. Watch the documentary, Whitney, if you have time, when you have time. And then we'll come back and we'll do another podcast, another Valley cast, where we just talk about it. Because I could talk endlessly about so Wonderful. many things, and I really want to. So I'll just lock them away <laughs> until, you ha- until you see it, and then we can all talk about it. Yeah, I'm very excited. I love this shit. I eat it up, and... Uh... And uh, shout out to also Last Podcast on the Left, one of my favorite podcasts about uh, true crime and also a lot of paranormal and alien shit. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, hey, do you want to see my runes before yes, I, I go? I just got these in the mail and I'm really excited I was about hoping them. we'd see some runes on the show today. I've been thinking, I think part of it is just all the dread from this year. Um, and also like... And my, my own experiences with, like, Christianity and organized religion, I'm just, like, I want to have, I'm ready to have a spiritual practice back. Um, and I know that, like, sage is problematic because it's, like, endangered now because they sell it at Urban Outfitters. And, like, I I want to touch something that is, like, you know, close to my roots. And so I bought these runes, and they're made out of slices of deer antler. Whoa. whoa. Wow. Yeah. So the um, Norse people would just, like, kind of use them to scry in the way, like, tarot people do. Um, And I'm reading a book right now about um, the history of it. Because I use tarot just as, like, a little game I like to play with myself. Just a little, like, what am I I feeling about this thing type of game. Tarot rules. Tarot's great. Tarot's great. Um, 
runes, though, have, like, each single one has, like, a whole bunch of, like, mythology yeah. attached to it from, like, Old Norse mythology, which I'm already super interested in and is metal as fuck. Yeah, so it is. <laughs> I am reading about it, and that's my, um, that's the thing that I'm learning about right now. I fucking that's so love cool. That. So cool. All I've ever known about runes is like, you know, video game shit where it's like, find the runes and it's magical and there's some sort of magic associated with runes. But I don't know much more about it other than it's like kind of a language, I guess. Yeah, each thing just means something. And uh, it's crazy. Even in the like two chapters that I've read of this book so far, it's so crazy how much is directly lifted for, like, Lord of the Rings. Like, every yeah. single fantasy thing, I'm yeah. just like, oh, I know all of this already. <laughs> right, right. And D&D and all of that shit, mm-hmm. basically. Any fantasy thing. Yeah. Um, please teach me all your ways about runes at some point. Okay. I'd love How to. How do you spell it? Runes? Is it R-U-N-E-S? Is it, am yeah. I thinking yeah. of the right word? Okay. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, you, were, you oh. weren't thinking of R-U-I-N-S. U F F U U F F O. Unequivocally unidentifiable fucking flying objects. Guys. Un- undeniably unidentifiable. Identified. <laughs> well, anyway. All right, Whitney. Well, thank Whitney, you so thank much you. for coming. Where can people find you? Where would you like people to, sit, to go to see you? Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, Instagram is good. Uh, Whitney S. Moore. Um, also, I would like to plug that I started doing a newsletter in July, and it's been so much fun. Um, I You can sign up at gimmemore.com, a nice. website that I also led. Didn't, been doing a lot of organizing for myself. And um, every week I recommend some new music or uh, and or like art Instagram accounts that I like or books or alcohol or like whatever the fuck I want to talk about. So if you like, if you think that you like things that I like, sign up. I also post pictures that are sometimes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sometimes. Just sometimes. Well, Whitney, uh, did you realize that the site is also kind of like your last name? Give me mean? more. Did, All right, it, and that's our show, everybody. Like- Thank you so much for... <laughs> <laughs> Whitney, I love you so much. Thank you so I much. You. I miss you. Thank you for your time. It's precious, and I miss you. Give Jesse the biggest wet tongue kiss possible care of me, please. I will. He's got a new job now that I'm really... He's so, so excited about, so I'll tell you about I'm that. I'm so excited. In my, I, yeah, and in I'm my honor, when you see him, can you be like, hey, man, what's up? Good to see you. Yeah, just telling it's for me. In Joe's honor, I'm gonna give him a a rubber a rub around tugger. Yeah, rum tum tugger. Run around tugger. Uh, Elliot, (laughs) anything we should say? Like, uh, if you're thinking of becoming a patron of the Valley Folk and supporting this big dumb uh, calliope of ridiculousness, uh, you can go to Patreon.com/slash The Valley Folk. And uh, we also have a sweet kick-ass card game that you could play with your friends uh, called the Movie Movie Game. And Elliot, what's the link to that if they want to support that? Oh, it's right there in the description. You can oh, there find it, it bit.ly link.com slash movie movie game, everybody. And uh, yeah, patreon.com slash the Valley Folk. And be sure to check out our sponsors for this podcast if you would like to get cool deals on things and also help support the Valley Folk as we continue to make fun for everybody involved. <laughs> All right, well, uh, thank you so much. And we we appreciate you. We care about you. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Mm -hmm.
拜拜。